0: And for our community story segment, I've got a special guest, Renee Mays, who's no stranger to this studio. He's been here before to talk about Camp Sweet Life. Good morning, Renee.
1: It is a beautiful morning. Isn't Absolutely. It? For
0: November, can you believe it?
1: I know. No snow on the ground yet. Uh, the sun might pop out. They say 60 right. degrees coming up.
0: I know. I, I think that's great. You know, I'm still out planting bulbs and, and things in the garden because it, the ground's not froze.
1: And the uh, squirrels and chipmunks are digging them It'll right be, up.
0: <laughs> it is exactly right. <laughs> That's the problem, right? See, we're going to talk about um, Camp Sweet Life and bowling because those things go together because you've got a big event coming up on Sunday, November 12th. Is that this Sunday already? It, it is. is. Oh, my gosh. Where's time go? So Camp Sweet Life is the group you're affiliated with. And let's chat about what is Camp Sweet Life for folks who have never heard about it.
1: Yeah, so Camp Sweet Life is a program that supports kids and families that have type 1 diabetes. As you know, diabetes is a very expensive disease and, you know, it really changes the whole family dynamics when someone is diagnosed with uh, Camp Sweet Life. So back in 2010, we had a need to bring kids together uh, family members together and so we started a camp and
0: because was there really anything out there for these kids you know cuz there's there's camps out there for kids like who have l- suffered loss of a parent like a grief Camp, or you know, all sorts of things, but there was nothing for kids who have this type of diabetes. Yep,
1: nothing in the whole state of Minnesota, really? and we're still the only diabetes camp in okay. Minnesota. There's camps over in Hudson, Wisconsin, okay. Camp Needle Point, Iowa, Camp Hurtco Her- Hollow. Uh, South Dakota. I mean, almost every state has a diabetes camp, and now Minnesota has Camp Sweet Life.
0: And how many kids are affected by this, do you know, in terms of diabetes in, in Minnesota?
1: Yep. So in, in Minnesota, they just came out with new statistics that talks about uh, the fact and don't quote me on this because I didn't bring my sheet. my my sheet <laughs> my little cheat sheet with me. But I I would say about one in two hundred kids okay. have type one diabetes or have the gene to be diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And this is
0: the type of diabetes that is genetic so it's not like you like type 2 I think is is lifestyle related you know that kind of thing and this is the kind you you got it you got it.
1: Yep this is the kind hereditary um, you know uh, type 2 diabetes now that is where maybe by diet exercise you can correct that but Type 1, that pancreas literally has shut down, is not doing what it's supposed to do. And so you need uh, to get insulin in your body to uh, do what it's supposed to do. And, uh, you know, that's where uh, working with pumps and and different devices uh, help kids and adults uh, manage their diabetes. So
0: what does it look like? If you were a person with this type 1 diabetes, what would your life be like? Can you like describe what they might have to do in a day that others wouldn't even think about?
1: Well, let's go back about three years and say that uh, if you had type 1 diabetes, you would be probably pricking your finger about 14 times a day. Oh, oh. Yep, just <laughs> to check your blood levels. Now, with these new devices, you maybe have to prick your finger once every 14
0: days. So it's not as invasive?
1: It's not as invasive, but you still have to manage. uh, uh, We like to call it carb counting. Okay. Uh, You know, looking at what you're eating, watching your blood glucose levels. Um, There's definite signs, you know, the highs and lows, the A1Cs. You know, th- it's. I mean, really you have
0: to get shots uh, at a regular basis, or or that kind of thing too, or not. Well, you know,
1: type one diabetics, most people wear a pump oh, that okay. will automatically. Uh, Give them the insulin that they need. Okay. Uh, some of them still believe in doing the shots on a daily basis. Okay. Um, but uh, each one manages their diabetes in the way that's good for them and their family.
0: So, if you have a pump, is it something like you wear, or I, I'm just trying to picture? I don't.
1: You know, if if you, I wear a holster on my belt uh-huh. that is for my cell phone. Sure that's exactly what a pump is like, except it has a little cord that will go to a port that is inserted, say, whether in your arm or in your thigh. Um, And so that's how the insulin is injected into your system.
0: So if you're a kid, I mean, it obviously makes you feel a little different because you have this thing that the other kids don't have to do. And, you know, kids don't like to necessarily be singled out. So I can see where it could be a little challenging.
1: Well, it could be, but you know, the thing that we empower these kids with type 1 diabetes and and we help them to accept their disease. Okay. and realize that it's almost a badge of honor to be a type 1 diabetic and hey, I can manage this. Uh-huh. I can do whatever I want to do, even though I have type 1 diabetes.
0: Okay. And so this camp then happens every summer, and I assume that's when you kind of talk about this empowerment and work with them to to just basically say, hey, this is... Here we are. We're we're doing this.
1: Well, you know, at camp, it's really an indirect teaching to these kids. You know, we Mm -hmm. we want them to come to camp and have a week of fun. Yeah. Yep. Zip line, swimming, shooting, sports horseback riding. Uh, Last year we did Ninja Warrior. We had Katie Bone come to camp and show us, you know, she's a professional athlete and how she manages her type one diabetes. But we want them to have fun. But in the meantime, we're gonna show them how to carb count, maybe how to uh, inject and put a different site in, in a different spot and then we send them home and you know they are just invigorated you know it's like mom i can do it on my own dad i got this all under control you know the stories that we hear from parents after they get they can hardly wait for camp next year to see their buddies again and you know have a good have another week of good solid plus the parents Get a week off you know right. they get a, a little reprieve from
0: where does this camp take place
1: so we uh hold camp at camp courage which is up by maple lake minnesota oh, okay yeah right it's uh an accredited facility we like to call it glamping uh, right right nice. air-conditioned cabins yep. uh State of the art dining hall education center, but yet all the fun things indoor pool. Outdoor lake, gymnasium. I want to go, <laughs> right? It's no mosquitoes.
0: Nice. Well, it costs money to put on a camp like that. I assume you have to have health professionals there, you know, because it's uh, related to uh, diabetes. That's, and so that all costs money. And I know that one of the things you do is you raise money for Camp Sweet Life to help these kids out. And you've got an event this weekend coming up on Sunday. So let's talk about that. It re- relates to bowling.
1: Yep, and, you know, there's a little pun there because it's called strike out type 1 Ah, diabetes. okay. So we want you to come to Victory Bowl and watch people bowl that have committed. We have eight teams that have signed up to, to bowl. You can cheer them on. You can write a check if you so feel to make a donation. But just, you know, find out more about type 1 diabetes and, you know, how it affects our communities here in Mankato and surrounding. But, you know, just have some fun. uh, Victory Bowl, we start at 9 o'clock in the morning. We get done about 1. It is a fundraiser. So uh, last year we raised about $11,000 during this event. Last year, we had 38 children that needed a full scholarship oh, to camp. Sure. And our early bird price of camp is $400. So as you mentioned, it is a fundraiser. Um, people say, well, you know, I want to make donation, but I can't get to the event. You can go right on to our Camp Sweet Life Facebook site, and make a secure donation there, you can go right on to our Camp Sweet Life website.
0: Is that campsweetlife.org?
1: It dot org, yeah. Okay,
0: and so the the teams And you said there's eight teams. Are these made of businesses or people who have diabetes or who's on these teams?
1: Yep, yeah, a little bit of everything okay. coming in. We have, uh, you know, a couple of restaurants. Uh, Radio Mankato has a team. Kiddo Clinic has a team, uh, Merely Players Community Theater has a team. You know, they're, they're just, they realize the importance of supporting local programs. And in the same, Camp Suite Life supports a lot of these.
0: So it's not like you come to bowl, you'd come to watch other people bowl then in this case.
1: Pretty much, but, you know, sometimes we might have somebody that doesn't show up. So, and if you want to throw a couple of uh, balls and... (laughs) They might uh, let you? Yeah, well, you know, we have what we call ringers. So that way, if, if, uh, if a team has three bowlers and you need four on your team... Then we'll provide a ringer. A ringer is a good bowler.
0: I wouldn't be one of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me either. But yeah. uh, it's last, like best
0: ball and golf, except this is the ringer in uh, bowling, huh?
1: There you go. Last year we had a gentleman throw over a hundred strikes.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: In an hour.
0: Holy smokes! Yeah. Wow. That's a ringer. That's a ringer for you know, sure. But,
1: you know, you pledge, you can pledge a flat amount and say, you know, I just want to give 25 bucks sure. to Camp Sweet Life. It all adds up. Or I want to do, say, 10 cents a strike. And if that ringer comes in and bowls <laughs> 100 strikes, you know, you're going to make a donation to Camp Sweet Life. But, uh, you know, it's all a lot of fun. It's all about understanding diabetes. It's all about supporting our community.
0: And so that is this Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Victory Bowl. That's at 203 South Victory Drive here in Mankato. And is there enough room for people to come and watch and all the teams play?
1: Yep, Victory Bowl. Very, very good food there. You can come in and, uh, you know, for a Sunday morning, come on down and uh, enjoy the atmosphere, have some fun, make a donation. Uh, to support Camp Suite Life.
0: And as Renee said, if you can't be there, you can pledge online at campsweetlife.org or go to their Facebook and it'll direct you as well. There you go. Anything else you want to add, Renee, before I let you go? I hope you get a great turnout.
1: You know, I will add one more thing. We have an online auction going on right now. And you can pick up the link for that right on our Facebook page. Uh, Caring Transitions is uh, handling that for us, but we've got all kinds of gift cards and handmade goods, uh, you know, thanks to our sponsors uh, that have made donation to support our cause.
0: That's good to know, because so, that's something that you can bid on and... If you get it, you get it, then you you support the organization and you get something in return. There you go. Perfect. Thanks, Renee. I appreciate it. We've been talking with Renee Mays, who is the director of Camp Sweet Life, and they're doing their big fundraiser this Sunday at the Victory Bowl. Appreciate your time.
1: All right. Have a good day.
0: Thank you.